Minisode! Minisode! <laughs> Although our episodes have gotten shorter, but I think that's for the better. Oh, yeah. I think we were figuring things out Gotta last trim season. the fat. <laughs> trim the fat. Keep it tight. Which I still, I feel uncomfortable saying that phrase when we're talking about shows and stuff, because because of the body... Oh, I don't. Th- it's not. It's not about losing weight. It's I about, know it's about trimming fat off of, off of like cuts beef. of meat. Yeah, I know. But I still think about <laughs> when I say, "Oh yeah, the, the the play feels like much more streamlined, and we've trimmed the fat." It just feels anyway. Yeah, that's my thing, not your thing. <laughs> what What are we talking about in this minisode? Um, I I have been in the midst of press here rehearsals. Press here. And um doing um vocal arranging, which is not my strong suit at all. So <laughs> I have just had it on my brain this whole time. Um and I thought I thought we should talk about it on the podcast. Yeah. Like arranging harmonies and stuff. Yeah. You know what I enjoy is that we seem to have uh weak points that the other one compliments yeah i mean that's why i've been so excited to start writing a musical right yeah no we start let's start i know (laughs) um um yeah but yeah um yeah so i have never had any formal training i've never had any formal music training aside from piano lessons from sixth grade to uh 11th grade Mm -hmm. um and, uh, yeah, so I like, and I, I'm not very good at playing the piano anymore. Um, I switched to guitar in college cause it was sexier at the time. People thought yeah, it was totally. much more attractive. It was, it yeah. still is. Keyboards well, have just, pianos, no. Now, <laughs> I, as, as a grown up, I feel like if I could really just croon on the piano i would be i would be crushing <laughs> that's fair that's like fair. now as an adult it's like uh-oh there's that guy with the guitar that well um, no that's true you're right yeah i think in college it feels really sexy and charming to sit yeah in a, in a dorm room with a guy yeah honestly not even college it was it was like i i stopped piano at the end of high school because at that at that point I was actually pretty good at piano uh-huh. and no one cared. So <laughs> so I like switched to guitar and was terrible at guitar, but everybody was like so intrigued. <laughs> and I would like write silly songs. Uh and then I like went to college and kept trying to do that thing. Um but then joined a band and 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 tried to not always be the person that brought their guitar out. Yeah. Um, and, you know, I grew up. Grew up. <laughs> um, but, anyway, so that's my background, is, like, only, like, writing silly, jokey songs mm-hmm. on the guitar, and then gradually getting more and more sophisticated with that. But it's always just been me. <coughs> Excuse me. It's always just been me and my voice. Man's gonna cough again. <coughs> Are we leaving all this in? I think so. <laughs> Sorry, I have just got one of those coughings. Yes. Um, but so I, yeah, so like the first show I wrote, like just the concept that there needed to be harmonies was like, oh, how, uh, yeah, I guess so. <laughs> um, and then um, every time I write a show, it's, it's a new, it's a new adventure. Um, I've had the true pleasure of working with some music directors uh like 
uh, my friend Grace, who will just just arrange it for me. <laughs> um, or, like, take whatever I've arranged and just, like, very aggressively, like, this is, this doesn't, this isn't, what, <laughs> I think what you want is this. And it's like, ah, yes, you are exactly correct. Um, and, but that's not, I, that's not always the case, uh, that I'm working with someone who will just do that. Uh, and so I have tried to learn and get better. Um, my big realization this time was that, uh, well, so I've learned about myself that I don't really hear, uh, true pitch. I, my brain hears people's range Like, so if, if a man is singing at the top of his range, Mm -hmm. my brain hears it as being higher than a woman singing at the low end of her range. Interesting. Yeah. Um, which is very confusing to me, (laughs) (laughs) but I finally like, I finally learned that that's not real, that, uh, like I've learned where men's voices are on sheet music. I've learned yeah, yeah, better yeah. where women's voices That's are on sheet music. The concepts I still don't understand are like the different qualities of people's voices and where mm-hmm. those sit in different registers. Mm-hmm. I think that's also tricky for me because it's like different for everybody. Yeah. Um, but uh, so anyways, I don't know really what I want to say about this other than that it's <laughs> tricky. <laughs> well, so writing musicals is such a... It can mess with your head because inevitably there's going to be something you're not strong at. Mm-hmm. And it can feel, especially because you're starting out, it can feel like it's all on you to figure it out. So I would actually say that what you, that relationship you had with Grace, to do that, that's actually very common. Mm-hmm. And it's not always on composers to do their vocal arrangements. If we had the big bucks and yeah, we yeah, had a yeah. huge production company behind it, it'd be like, we'd have a team, mm-hmm. we'd have the vocal arrangers, we'd have the orchestrators. Like, So uh, it's it's just when you're starting out, you don't have all that, so it can feel like all that's weighing on you. And I guess I just share that to just say, yeah, I ha- there are definitely areas of writing that I have felt that of like, oh man, I have to do this. Well, making tracks. Yeah. <laughs> Which we've talked about a lot this, this particular season. Uh, and yeah, it, you, you aim for the day when you don't have to do it all, but you also do your best to learn enough about it. Mm-hmm. So you know what you're talking about when you do talk to somebody else about yeah, doing it. Totally. Um, I was lucky enough to do choir in school, so I think I got a lot of my understanding of how voices worked mm-hmm. and looking at sheet music and singing it and seeing how different people wrote mm-hmm. vocal arrangements. So yeah. to me, um, I mean, yeah, I, I think I have kind of the language down for vocal arrangement. Um, and, you know, it also just differs because once you learn how pop vocals are arranged, it kind of just is that way. Mm, mm-hmm. And then it's like up to you whether you want to mess with that or not for the sake of messing with it. Mm-hmm. Um, I did a lot of church music and there's, <laughs> sorry, but in church music, there's often like one or two singers who are part of the the praise band or whatever. And they like, they they might be like, oh, do you mind if I had harmonies here? And you're like, Sure. And they just know how to, like, it becomes a thing that they know how to do. And I think learning from that as well. Mm -hmm. And then you also hear ones that don't do it well. And you're like, actually, instead Mm. of the seven, that should be the six. Mm. Uh, Things like that, that you pick up. So a lot of it is just 
hands-on experience. Um, but yeah, I mean, what have you, how did you figure some of this stuff out? Okay, yeah. Well, so, um, so in the past it has felt like real guesswork. Mm-hmm. Um, like my, like when I was, I was telling you off mic, like when I first started doing this, like the only way that I knew how to like even just think about developing stuff like melody lines within the song is like I would just sing different melody lines and I would have the one melody line that I knew was the what I sang most naturally and then I would just like try to sing stuff with it. Uh-huh. <laughs> um, and that was, you know, successful maybe like 30% of the time. <laughs> um, and then, um, and and like at every step of the way, I felt like, oh, I, I knew this. I know music theory. Uh-huh. But like, so then the realization like, well, it's really just a part of the chord that yes. you're currently in. Yes. Um, and so that was helpful yeah. for me to think about. Um and so when I wasn't sure what notes to do, I could just find a note in the chord and do that. Mm-hmm. Um, I've learned that parallel, like moving in fifths is not considered very pleasant. Um, yeah. Or it just seems sort of stiff. That's an old rule. And oh. I do think it is pleasant when used, when it makes sense. Like it can yeah. make sense. It, yeah. Like we're in a place now in music where like you can make it work and nobody's, nobody should like. Oh, yeah bat an eye at it yeah yeah i mean and and also like the general like nowadays really what i do is i just work in logic which is our my my digital audio workspace and um i just like put in the melody line and then start putting in notes around it and just like drag them around until it sounds like something i want to sing well, or it's, well, no. So I drag them around until I think it sounds good, and then I have to check to make sure that each one seems remotely singable, which I've also learned is <laughs> is something that I the singers in the shows are so much better at singing than I am that I will have like a harmony line that I think is like crazy, yes, and I'll bring it in, and they'll be like, "Oh, you mean it's just like oh, right, 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 right." And it's like, "Oh, yeah, okay, great." Yeah, you I think great. singable is relative. Yeah, yeah, and, yeah. Like, ask any alto because sure. <laughs> altos get like <clears throat> these weird lines just where they're placed in four part choral harmony, and they often do like da 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 da. Uh, at the end, like they go to that seventh leading tone, and they have to come back down to the fifth because the sopranos get to sing that eight. <laughs> um, so they're used to, you know, people who have done a lot of choral work, especially they're used to singing weird stuff that doesn't make sense. But that, you yeah, know, you learn it. Um, but yeah, I, I think what yeah what you're doing is how you do things. Yeah, 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 <laughs> yeah. It's kind of a lesson in like just try it. And uh, you'll learn, and and other experts like a music director or the actor themselves will give you feedback on mm-hmm. whether it's doable or not. And even that, there's a lot of things that feel hard to learn, and then once you actually learn it, yeah. I, I mean, actual the notes that once you actually sing it, you're like, oh, okay, I got this. So yeah. you know, yeah. The other thing for me is I just like naturally write like my my brain and voice wants to do very rangy songs like i do a lot of octave jumps and stuff like that me too um it just feels like i don't know my throat likes it it like likes Mm -hmm. to sort of throw notes up like that or whatever um and so one in harmonizing it's like 
those kind of big jumps often cause crosses. Yeah. So I've learned that instead of crossing, you just give the top line to the top person and you give the bottom to the bottom. Um, yeah. And you're still getting those notes. I mean, not necessarily all the time, but like that's a thing you can do. Yeah. Um, and then um, the other big realization, honestly, like in the last week has been that one of the reasons that stuff that I write doesn't always work in the room is because I am always arranging it for my own voice, which is uh-huh. all in one register. So when I'm singing a top note for me, uh, if the women are singing the notes, which in my mind are below that, um, but are actually above it, if I'm on like a seventh chord, for instance, where like my top note is the flat seven, mm-hmm. um, and then I think of the root note as being sort of down at the bottom, mm-hmm. but once you put that into a woman's voice, and the man's voice sort of at the top of his register and her towards the middle or bottom, like, yeah. they suddenly are right next to each other and they're yep. very clashy. And even, um, you're saying if that seventh went to the top female voice? Oh, no, I'm saying, like, uh, well, so then I'm like, well, so we can just put the seventh in the top voice, but then it's like it's suddenly, uh, it's, like, yeah, astronomically yeah, yeah. too high. <laughs> yeah. Um, and I want my, like, sweet, tight little chord. I hear you. I and hear so then you. it's just like, I should have just arranged it i should have known what the voices were going to be and arranged it differently um so that i didn't have those clashes which is what i've been doing all this week is like re reorchestrating yeah um vocal parts so that yeah. they don't have those weird close notes <laughs> yeah i mean there's a whole there's old school counterpoint and voice leading and then there's just like pop harmonies and rules are different like in pop harmonies there are you know, parallel fifths all the time. Mm-hmm. Um, so it is just kind of, yeah, learning what, what people have done and then riffing on it or copying it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. But, yeah. I don't know. It sounds similar to me learning how to do tracks where it's just like, I'll do it. I'm not going to love it, but I'll try it. But mm-hmm. I'm going to learn. Yeah. And then now I think I think in one of the early episodes you said, my goal for you, Min, is that you'll come away feeling like you have the confidence. Well, so first, that's an excellent <laughs> me impression. <laughs> uh, the people listening must not know who, must said, not that. Know who yeah. said that. Yeah. But that yeah, was that, me. That was Min doing, a, doing an Austin impression. And now, is it Austin or is it Min? <laughs> I, can't, I can't even tell. <laughs> um. Yeah, well, and so, uh, do you feel, I mean, I should say that I think you should feel like you could do them yourself, because you basically did. Like, I did very little. <laughs> uh, but the refinement that you brought, I was it helped give me that extra, like, security of, like, okay, it all sounds good, too. But, yes, I feel much better about that whole thing. Mm-hmm. So, win. <laughs> <laughs> um, Sweet. Great. Well... Yeah. That was our mini-sode on arranging. Mini-sode. Yeah. Give us an email at austinandmin at gmail.com if you want. And we'll see yeah. you. No, we don't see you, but we'll, well catch you we'll next. We'll see you in your ears. You'll hear us next time. Yeah, on Austin and Min Red a Musical. Bye. Bye. Amwem is produced by Austin Zumbro and Min Kong. Theme song composed by Austin Zumbro, performed by Austin Zumbro and Min Kong. Logo designed by Melissa Nigro. If you like our podcast, leave us a review and subscribe.